What's up, Ding Dong? Right out the gate. It's with me, it. Corey Morbitz Craft, with a special shout out today to all those Corey heads and kittens out there tuning in to this, the Side Talks podcast. Who are you? I'm Rachel Morgan. Yeah, yep. I, I do stuff with movies and films. That's right. Um, mostly just talk about them. Um, I have a question for y'all. All right. Landslide, the song. Heard that on my way over. Not going to sing it because I wouldn't do every. I wouldn't do that to everybody. I, I'll, you know. That that's the line that's you won't cross. Uh, that's the line I won't cross. Yeah. But let me ask you, hot or not? Hot or not? Hot. Hot. Okay, good. Yeah. Come yeah. on. I mean, I don't know. It, you know, you could say, well, hot, but overplayed. But I don't know. I hear it, and I'm still, like, kind of touched every time I hear I've it. I've got you know? two ears and a heart, don't I? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, let us know. Um, what are we? Podcast at SidewalkFest.com? I, you know, as, as overplayed or frequently played as Fleetwood Mac is can't help myself yeah i mean come on all this those songs are still just bangers yeah i don't know if it's because those first of all it's a great fucking album yeah there's a lot in there right i mean this is the stories that you know the, the layers and layers and layers i read making rumors a few years ago and yeah. really even though it's kind of written for a two-year-old uh, i really did enjoy it um and i love hearing from stevie about the back the, the sort of back history of a lot of those songs but i i don't know if it's just because when i was a kid that was on heavy rumors was on heavy rotation uh-huh. in the house my parents i still have their vinyl of that and they just it was just nonstop. and so i don't know if that's just in my blood maybe yeah you know but yeah I, somebody who's much younger than me will have to tell me no it's just it's just fucking great no i mean like dreams just had that sort of social media resurgence a few years ago, right? Where everybody yeah. was drinking like cranberry juice and fucking... Yeah, that dude on the skateboard or yeah, whatever. whatever yeah, whatever that was. Uh, so, you know... that was We were just grappling for anything. I think we were. But but my point is, Gen Z knows, yeah. knows yeah. a Fleetwood know. Mac. They, so, you know, they're, they're around. They've, maybe greatest album of all... One of the greatest albums of all time, I would say. Yeah. It's in the conversation. Yeah. Certainly. I don't know, greatest, but it's well, in I said, the... Yeah, I backed up a little bit. It's and in I said, the top... Hey, uh, you, gotta, you gotta think of it as belonging in the top 25, sure. I would right? certainly think so. I would so. think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'd have to pull out my abacus and start doing some counting and, and thinking about uh, all the Bob Dylan albums I would throw in there, too. But, um, yeah, it's up there. All right, well, this is the Fleetwood Mac fan cast, so let's get going. All right. What's this shit? Classic approach. There it was. Classic approach. I got one for you today, bitch. Okay. You're going to try to guess it. You ready? All right. Describing it like I see it. Don't know where I am in this film. (sighs) I've certainly never seen it before. There's a woman in a kitchen chopping vegetables because that is what women do, Corey. They get in a kitchen and they chop vegetables. We just can't help ourselves. And a daughter comes in and says, can I go to a party tonight? And mom's like, oh, like, no, no, no. You know, I want us to all eat dinner together. This all sounds like it could be any movie, right? Uh Like this is almost anything. So far. So dad walks in. And, you know, she's kind of like, fine, I'm going to ask dad, mm-hmm. right? And and he'll let me go, right? So he's on a cell phone. He's wearing uh, tinted aviator glasses. And this is where I have to kind of pause the film uh-huh. because the thought of these two people as a couple just made me laugh out loud. I LOL'd. Okay. I did LOL. Do you know what this is yet? No, I have some thoughts, but okay, no. Okay. So he's talking on the phone about selling rocks. He's like, I'm trying, you need to buy these rocks. Mm, this sounds really familiar. Yeah. 
um, I just was still at this point laughing about the casting. Okay. So the daughter says to him, you know, can I go? He starts the multitasking, like still talking about the rocks on the phone, but uh-huh. says to her, you know, some questions or whatever. And then he's basically like, this sounds like a party where there's going to be older men. That's basically every dad's nightmare. No, you can't go. Oh, God so damn it. What is this? Scurries up the stairs and begins to kind of throw at them. Well, this is why y'all are having so many problems. And they say, you know, to each other, are we having problems? I don't think we're having problems. And then she's and and then the wife is like, I don't know, are we? And then he kisses her, and that's when I had to pause it again because it for some reason this kiss is like next world weird as fuck. Selling rocks, aviator sunglasses. Yep. Mismatched couple. I assume that the man is kind of trollish and the woman is disproportionately attractive. I, it's not even that. I mean, sure, sure. Okay. In my opinion, right? IMO. Is, um, it, is this a comedy? No. Oh, it's boy. not intentionally a comedy, but there's just something about the chemistry between these two people. And it's it, more than him. It's it's as if she knows it. It's yeah. as if she's kind of like doing this with kind of all the smirk. So it's super weird. Then you're you're about to lose this one. I can't even I, fucking I, believe I, it. I can't either. So he, then he, the conversation continues and what's revealed is he also is not going to be able to make dinner because he's going to deal with his rocks, you know. And so she's super put out because she's like, now you know, the daughter wants to go to the party. The dad's not going to be home for dinner. Oh, my gosh. Everything's falling apart. And, you know, she's chopping these damn vegetables for nothing. And so then he says this line as he's walking to his office, which I will tell you now at this point since you haven't gotten it. This is a like crazy ass modern super nice house uh-huh. like they're super rich how contemporary is this movie it's fairly recent um is this actor better known for comedies mm, i wouldn't say that okay here's his line i'm, I'm on the wrong track this is a two-way diamond that will make you weep you will weep he no. says that line you don't know what this is do you i i don't i was thinking adam sandler nope yeah. Two I, very I, famous people. I got stuck on the Sandler thing. This is from 2011. 2011. This is the film Trespass. Nicolas Cage and Nicole Kidman. Yes. Yeah. And it's so weird. And I have Them seen as a this. couple is for some reason so weird. It just, it's like the grossest chemistry. It's like oil and water, man. Well, they, they're very different sorts of <laughs> actors. <laughs> I mean, she seems to be doing this thing with a smirk, which yeah. I'm like, Nicole, are you just like, we all know that she's like a little she's background freak we know that she background freak so i'm just wondering if like she did this like this will be fucking hilarious mm. to get in this room with nick cage and watch him act and say and just like hit like is he riffing on this line or was this written for him because he's like you will make you weep it's so it may be bad movie night bad i don't remember a thing about this movie clearly well, it is, it is um, uh, kidnapped right it's a remake of the film that we screened the the I think it's certainly like playing in similar territory. Well, that's I, don't what know it, I think a, it's IMDb page okay. said it was a remake straight up. That's crazy. It It is one of the last movies by Joel Schumacher. Yeah. I believe he directed it. Now, yeah, he did. That's for, right. For better or for worse. Well, you lost. I can't believe Corey lost. This yeah. one. And it has your boy, Nick. It Cage has my boy in it. And I have seen it, Damn. but it was 12 years ago. And I remember nothing. I totally about get it. Other it, than man. who stars in it. You still loser. <laughs> Man, you are too square. I'm got. I have to straighten you out. I understand that I must be shocking to you. It's time for that moment that we all need to take every once in a while. That Brando break, <laughs> bitch. I got one for you today. Okay. Great Brando, Marlon Brando story. So, Samuel L. Jackson is at a Michael Jackson after party, whatever the fuck that is. 
Um, I don't know why. Just chilling with Michael uh, Jackson yeah, and at I an guess, after party. Yeah, and I'm assuming a lot of other celebrities in the room. So he's standing there, he's, and he says behind him, he can hear somebody reciting the Ezekiel speech from Pulp Fiction. Oh, my Lord. Which he said happens all the time. Sure. He's I, like, he seemed very annoyed. He's like, I'll be in public, and that just happens all the time, right? So he says he turns around, and it's Marlon Brando. Holy shit. It, it, re, just reciting the Ezekiel speech from Pulp Fiction. And so they, they talk, and, and apparently Brando's a fan, a fan of Pulp Fiction, a fan of that scene, a fan of Samuel L. Jackson. So Brando says, here's my phone number. Give me a call. I want to talk to you about something. Oh, my right? God. So Sam L. J., you know, takes this phone number, gives him a call a few days later, ring, 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 says they answer and it's a Chinese restaurant. What? And he's like, his first, <laughs> you know, his, his first thought is like, oh, Brando fucked me over, gave me the wrong number. But then he kind of pauses. He's like, is, is Marlon Brando there? And they're like, yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> and they put Brando on the phone. Oh, it's such a good one. And by the way, I'm not done yet. Because our Brando break today is going to go a little bit longer. Okay. So speaking of Michael Jackson, apparently they were really close, which I did not know this. I did know that. I know a lot of Brando fans probably know this for some reason. Maybe I blocked it from my mind, but apparently he considered Neverland Ranch a second home. Oh, my God. And his son, is it Miko, I think? Miko or Mike? Miko worked there as a security guard. Oh, no. And it is reported that on September 11th that Marlon Brando, Michael Jackson, and Elizabeth Taylor yeah. all happened to be – you know this, yeah. yeah. So tell it. They all happened to be in where? Well, weren't they on a road trip or something? No, they were in New York. September oh 11th, they were in New York. Well, I and didn't a, know that. Yeah. And, and, you know, Steve Buscemi ran in uh-huh. to, you know, ran in to Ground Zero and helped pull people out. Brando and Michael Jackson and Elizabeth Taylor said, we could get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And they got into a rental car. This is where you right, are. Right, 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 right. They got into a rental car, all shared a rental car together and drove for some reason to Ohio. Sure. Why not? And um, some some Elizabeth Taylor historians claim she was not in the vehicle, but right. nobody's claimed that it was that Michael Jackson and and Marlon Brando aren't. And the notorious story here is that apparently Michael Jackson was getting really really irritated with Brando because every time they saw a KFC, he had to stop. Every time, <laughs> Marlon. <laughs> he hungry is that is the center of every marlon brando story this man is like addicted to some food y'all so there was the reason i know a little about this is because there was notoriously like a bbc television movie made about this (laughs) event and it was i think it was scrapped and never aired because the guy who played michael jackson uh, Joseph uh, Fines is is a white man. Oh um, Jesus so Christ! So there was some controversy Y'all, over that. Where can we find these tapes? I don't know, but but I don't I don't remember the name of this movie. This alleged it. movie that's amazing. Um, and I don't remember who played the other two. But it's shot. It's in the can. Yeah. Allegedly, maybe maybe I'm misremembering. Would... Maybe they canceled it before they shot any of it. Well, listen. Um, but this me, story is amazing. Let me say this: part of the reason for a Brando break is we can all rely on this. We can all know in our hearts that the world is a better place because per- perhaps this film exists somewhere in the world, and maybe someday, like the PP tapes, we'll be able to see it. Yeah, it's an unaired <laughs> episode of something called Urban Myths, and it featured oh, Brian Cox as Marlon Brando, oh. good casting, and Stockard Channing. As Elizabeth Taylor. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. Now, why we would cast a random white guy to be Michael Jackson, I don't know, but okay. But the other thing that warms my heart is that somewhere out there in the world, there's probably many KFC employees who 
reached their hands out of a drive through window and handed a bag of food to Marlon Brando, Michael Jackson, and possibly Elizabeth Taylor in a rental car possibly. on September 11th. God, what a wonderful Bless thought. Bless you. Anyway, that's our Brando break. Now get back to regular old life. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks Podcast. We're your own personal cinematic 50 cent and jaw rule, which we may have done before, but I got some new news on okay, these two. What, what's up with these two? Well, you know, it's hard to identify where the riff came into play. <laughs> There's stories about us being snubbed during a photo shoot. There's stories about uh, jaw rule being robbed for his ch- for a chain he was uh-huh. wearing, and it was apparently one of 50 cents entourage or something. Something that happened in Atlanta night, a brawl at Atlanta nightclub. That it all seems par for the course, right? There's a there's a there's a diss track and then another diss track. But what I can tell you is that 50 cent 50 came along and bought out the first four rows at a jaw rule show. So they'd be, <laughs> so they'd be empty. So nobody would that's be in petty a, as fuck. And oh, it gets more petty. Apparently, what sparked him to do it was he saw that there was a fucking Groupon. So he bought out oh. all four rows for $3,000. 3K got him all four rows emptied of the Jaw Rule show because it was Groupon. And he can afford that. <laughs> anyway, are you going to be Jaw or are you going to be 50? I'm going to be Jaw. Okay. Um, I'm fine with that. You perform yeah. into those empty four rows, bitch. That is, that is a level of pettiness that Love you have it. to be over a certain income bracket to... Love you know, it. Embrace it. Uh, it's Larry, but I think it's it's Larry really David's funny. grudge store. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love the grudge store. It's so I love good. That it's so good. So if I had, a, I gotta tell you, Larry David. If I had all the money in the world, I would do the same fucking thing. Somebody pisses me off at a coffee shop, so I just let's open a place next door. Absolutely. Use those Seinfeld residuals for uh, pettiness. Latte Larry's. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening to the Side Talks podcast. Uh, yeah. Thank this you. This is the outro. This is the all. outro. So thank you to Batwell Studios. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. And uh, they put this show together every darn time. And why don't you visit us online at sidewalkfest.com or follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film on Instagram and I don't know, Facebook. Are we on X? I don't think we're on X. Don't be on it's X. A, it's a, it's a, trash dumpster fire on x anyway yeah, the, so the mayor of paris left and bye. called it an open sur- sewer or something like that bye. which is hilarious uh anything you want to say about cinema stuff yeah or? just that we've got a great holiday series go we to sure sidewalkfest.com see all the films that we're screening it, it's not just about the holidays either we've got a lot of great stuff coming up so yeah that's it join us uh for a movie or two we hope to see you there in the holiday season and beyond bye-bye Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.